Tony and Mad Max live here on Sunday, December 26th, the day after Christmas. I hope everyone had a great Christmas out there. Tony, how was your Christmas, man? Very low-key, very nice. You know, it was salvaged, like, you know, for the current times, but it was all good. Did you get your Zach Wilson jersey? Oh, well, I've had that already, but you know what? I haven't put it on, and I think I wasted $120 on it. <laughs> what did you get, honestly? For Christmas, I just got a couple of things, a couple of Met T-shirts. Oh, for who? Like, who, who's on the back? For on the back, it's just a plain Mets T-shirt. I got two plain Mets T-shirts. Is there anything else or just that? A giant, a San Francisco giant jacket, a White Sox jacket, a new pair of Beats. I needed a new pair of headphones, and that was pretty much it. Legit. How about you, man? Yeah, just a couple books and a bunch of clothes, dude. Yeah. Need a new wardrobe. Need a new wardrobe here, but uh, let's do this. Like, let's look at the schedule, dude. Like, so we know that that the uh, that the Titans beat the uh, 49ers on Thursday. Um, Packers won last night. Close game with the Browns. And the Colts beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals have taken a dip, dude. After getting beat by um, by um, uh, Detroit last week, they're ten and five. Like they were a team that was like that. Were, they they were the they were the, uh, uh, the 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 number one seed, and I think now they like fall into like the third seed, like either second or third, depending on where Tampa Bay is after the after the end of today. Um, the Buccaneers need one more win to clinch the NFC South. Which you know, they've they've had a rough go of it too with the amount of injuries that they've had, you know. So, but we worry about the locals here. And with the locals, um, the Giants, I think, are well on their way to um, their eleventh loss. They're in Philly, facing an Eagle team that has a lot to play for. They're seven and seven, well in the thick of getting a wild card spot and they're going to go all out. And we have Jake Fromm starting today, his first ever NFL start. We just got the horrific news today that Joe judge and Daniel Jones are coming back next year with new GM, whoever that is, dude, like it doesn't happy Gettleman's out. You're happy Gettleman's out. Yeah, but the problem with Gettleman out, well, there really, there's no problem with Gettleman out. The big problem is whoever the new GM is, and it could be somebody that that they just that they just promote from within. It's still the same nonsense because the coach is still here and the quarterback is coming back, and we still have no definitive answer on his on his future. And that's going to be year number four. Year number four, dude. So the, 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 the Giants are walking into, walking into a trap here in Philly. And it's, I just don't see a way that, that they win this game unless, uh, un, unless Jake Fromm wows the critics here because we've seen some horrific play from Mike Glenn in the past couple of weeks. So, horrible play, horrible quarterback play. Horrible. He because because Mike Glennon is not a, a is is not a starting quarterback, dude. He's not. He's your prototypical 
backup QB. He's not supposed to see a, a lot of field time. And that's that's just that's just reality. Joe Judge, this guy has to go. Oh, I'm sorry. He's just not the answer, Coach. Daniel Jones, I mean, realistically, were you expecting the Giants to draft someone in the draft or even trade for someone? In this the quarterback draft? For the quarterback position? It's not really a good quarterback class. That's the thing. You were mostly just looking at guys like Russell Wilson and um, Aaron Rodgers. And and Russell Wilson, I think, was open to the idea of making the jump out east. wasn't that far I wasn't that far out of the question, but now that's but now that's squashed because Jones is coming back. The Giants are really just in this very. They're in this sticky mud right now, and they don't have any sort of path out of it. They really don't. This reminds me of like. See, it's where I can't remember the last time, like, oh, I'm going to go with, like, the Jets just to, like, compare the two. Like, when was, like, when were the Jets like this? Just in complete disarray? <laughs> Why well, you could say that's been, like, it's for the been past, like, like past 50, 50 years. years. <laughs> but, like, but I'm talking about a situation where you knew that the quarterback wasn't it. You knew that, that the head coach wasn't it. Your, your GM is pretty much gone and you are just in this constant state of flux where you have no, you have no where to go. I'd say Geno Smith, doing anything to change. Geno Smith, Idzik and Rex Ryan. I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. Anything with Idzik was, was, was exactly the case. It, because Idzik came in with the head coach still there. And Rex Ryan was never going to get along with John Idzik. No. So it was going to be complete chaos no matter what. So then, of course, Rex Ryan gets fired. Um, and then they get rid of Idzik. And then in comes Todd, Todd Bowles and Mike McCagnan. Mike then they came in at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just think in another, t- I'd say the year after this year coming, we're going to be doing the same thing over again. New head coach, new GM, and maybe a new quarterback. Say if Zach Wilson doesn't perform next year, they're getting a new quarterback. Are you kidding me? I think that the Jets are in a much better position than the Giants, and it's really starting to show itself. Really? With, what makes you think so? I think, I think so. Dude, because the Jets, again, they're the youngest team in the sport. There is no urgency. You can have fans like Joe Beningo do his podcast and say, oh, well, the Jets have to make the playoffs next year. Like, sure, we could all run around and say that. But in the grand scheme of things, they're still trying to figure shit out. We don't know about this head coach yet. To me, I'm not I'm not impressed one bit. No, you and haven't been since the start. Since it was announced that Coach no. Robert Salo. And, and- <laughs> And we can't judge Salah now because he's on he's on COVID protocol. He's, yeah. We have um, we have the um, uh, um, who is he? The freaking tight end coach. The tight end coach coming in. So, huh? Maybe if he calls the right plays, 
maybe they'll dump Salah and then they'll hire this guy <laughs> to, to, to be to be the permanent coach. That would look terrible if this guy wins, the tight end coach wins the game for the Jets today, and he's actually calling the right plays. That's going to look so bad on Robert Sala. Oh, boy. But, yeah, the, the Jets are in a much better position or organization-wise than, than, than the Giants. It's because we know Woody Johnson's horrible. But I don't think Woody Johnson goes around being full of himself. We just know that he's in debt, that he's incompetent. We know this. John Mara walks around as if he is like, as if he's like, I don't even know, like a football god, like a football god, or like, or like I don't know, like, uh, who's somebody huge in like another sport. Um, Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban, some, well, yeah, somebody that like knows the sport more than, more than anybody else. The Maras parade around, like they invented football, like, oh, like the giant way is the way to go. It's like, give me a freaking break. Give me a freaking break. You've won. Yes. You've won four Super Bowls in the last 40 years, which is remarkable. But mind you, on how spread out those Super Bowls are, the Giants won the Super Bowl in 1986 against the Broncos. They beat they beat they beat John Elway, um, and they beat the Bills in the 90s. They built they they beat the Bills in 1991. That was wide was wide left. Um, then they beat the Patriots in 07 and 2011. Like, and that is a technically nice run right there. 07 and 2011. Really nice run, but they're so spread out. Like, like there's they're, they're, the Giants have never in their history. And I'm counting Super Bowl era. I'm not counting when NFC and AFC were two, were, were, were two different entities. No put together the merger this is after the 1970 merger the giants have never in their history have had a string of consecutive success it's never happened it's all been sporadic the giants in the 70s going into the early 80s were were garbage did you know that in the entire 1970s they never even sniffed the playoffs? I, did. I don't think I don't think they I don't think they had one uh, uh, winning record. Nope. They had they had made the playoffs in the 60s, sometime in the 60s, and then they didn't make the playoffs until I think like 1982, some like some year in, in the early 80s. They were awful. They win. They they win the whole thing in, in, in '86. That's you know Phil Sims, Lawrence Taylor, all those guys. Mark Bill Bavaro. Parcells, Mark Bavaro. And then they go up, and then they win in '91. And that wasn't Phil Sims. That was Hostetler. And then they go through the '90s and the early 2000s, not winning anything. You know, 2000s, they, 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 they actually had a off. Super Bowl appearance against the Ravens. Oh yeah, and by yeah, and then they. They faced they faced that 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 great Ravens defense and they lost to Trent Dilfer. 
Trent Dilfer. That, that was awful. <laughs> but there's never been a, a long line of success. They're not the, they're not the Steelers. They're not the Packers. They're not they're, they're, they're not New England. They're not even the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, the Kansas City Chiefs have had a longer string of consecutive success than the freaking New York Giants I've ever had. <clears throat> the Chiefs started winning pretty much perennially back in what, 2017, 2018? Mm-hmm. And they're still winning. Or if you want to count all the times before that, they weren't winning Super Bowls, but they were getting to the playoffs every year with Alex Smith. Consistency. It's it's been there, dude. The Giants have never had it. I've seen more seven and nine, six and ten seasons than anything over five hundred. Did you know that the Giants? And I think the last, I think it was like, I'm gonna try to get this stat right. <clears throat> I think it's in the last four or five years. Have never gone into a game over five hundred, except for like week one. Or like maybe like one year they won the first game and and then and then they were one to know. But I even doubt that that's true. They have never been over five hundred. They are one of the worst teams record wise in the NFL with the Jets and the Lions. It's it, they are awful. They're awful, dude. They're awful. And this is why I say that the Jets are in a better spot because we know that the Johnsons are bad and we can complain about Joe Douglas all we want, but Joe Douglas is here for six years and he's got a plan. To not get any top grade free agents and to draft just bus. Draft, but again, six year contract. He's there. He's there to stay. Robert, Robert Sala is there to stay. And they are not a team. I don't think the Jets. I've never seen the Jets be held down by ego from, from, from uh, front office. I've never seen it. The only egos you've ever seen on the Jets was what Rex Ryan, Jamal Adams, Jamal, yeah, players, and and the head coach. I've never seen Woody Johnson or Christopher Johnson show display a, any sort of ego ever. Like oh, like this is the Jets' way. I think I heard I think I heard John Idzik one time say like oh we play like a jet. That was years ago. <laughs> And we really did play like a jet. We really did. (laughs) I don't know what play. I don't know what play like a jet means. (laughs) Can you like twelve every year? Throw interceptions. (laughs) Throw interceptions. Commit a penalty in crunch time. Yeah. Commit a pi every every (laughs) damn defensive drive. Let let Jonathan Taylor run all over you. (laughs) No, Jonathan Taylor. Stop the run. My goodness. Have 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 Frank Gore completely wreck your draft status because who knows dude listen trevor lawrence and we're seeing him today play the jets because the, the battle of are the top two quarterbacks in the nfl draft yep who knows how trevor lawrence would have been doing this season if he were wearing jets green who knows the jaguars are, are not a good team thank god they got rid of urban meyer dude that was step one 
of cleaning out the mess. Get rid of that piece of shit, Urban Meyer. <laughs> no, no, he is a piece of shit, man. He really is. Oh, I agree. He, he's got no sense of how to handle an NFL locker room. The man thinks that that like the world is just held in the palm of his hands. Like, get out of this locker room, man. Like, you're dealing with with legitimate like professionals. Get out. Then he, I heard he uh, was kicking his players too. Yeah. So the Jaguars are two and twelve. Jets are three and eleven. This is a game that's going to determine who's really going to have the better draft night. I think that's just the case. Because, well, the Seahawks aren't the, the, the Seahawks keep losing, so that's good for the Jets. Um, but you really want to lose this game. Oh, I do. I really do. I want to lose this game. I want Aiden Hutchinson, the top defensive end in the whole draft. I want him bad. Jets need some pass rush. They need a pass rusher. And then with that other pick, they should try to go get Jared Stingley or I'd say a tight end or receiver or offensive lineman from there. But if you if you get Stingley and defense and the defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, you got your corner locked down and you got your pass rush. Then you got Carl Lawson coming back. Then if you want to bring Vinny Curry back, they'll have a good line. And then if Jonathan you're talking- Myers wakes up from his freaking contract extension. No, because no, well, then – well, then John Franklin Myers won't be as dependent upon. No. You'll have, you'll have better defensive depth, which is key. If you, could, if you could solve the defense in the way that you just said, that's, that's half the battle won. Yeah. Then the next step is to, just to get Zach Wilson more reps so he can get better. Yeah. more. They're going to need offensive linemen, a tight end, and a number one wide receiver. That, that's that's another thing too between the Jets and the Giants. The Giants, we've seen Jones through 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 three years, and we pretty much have a full picture on him. Wilson, we don't. That's that's another that's another huge difference right there. Zach, we don't have any clue how high his ceiling really is. Jones, we're starting to see this. We're starting to see the roof. We really are. So we'll see how, how he does today against the Jaguar team that is, that is just abysmal, abysmal. Man, oh, man. Trevor Lawrence. Tank for Trevor. <laughs> Tank for Trevor. It could have it, – it, 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 it honestly could have happened, dude. It could have happened. All it was was one play, Frank Gore, right? One freaking play. One freaking play. How about that game against the Raiders last year, too? Ugh. That, 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 that the Jets nearly won, but then Derek Carr threw a bomb downfield. And I forget who it was that caught it. Uh, it was one of their receivers. That, um, uh, that, that won the game for um, the Raiders. That was a crazy game too. It, it was. I, I, it was the receiver. Were, it was the receiver that got in the car accident that killed oh, that girl. Uh, oh, uh, Henry Ruggs, a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, me- I remember you were texting me that day, like saying, like, saying that you were like cursing up the storm, shouting. Oh, I was. Your mom was getting nervous. 
Yeah, oh, it was because it, it was unbelievable. I was like, are you really going to ruin this chance? Why are we winning games? Why? Yeah. But then the Ram game was the, the week after that, and I actually didn't get that game for some reason. My service provider, I just couldn't get that game in on the TV. So I had to look on the phone. So I, I was I was heated at that game. But the Raider game, because I actually saw it and I saw what was going on, I was more heated for. Maybe that was God giving your giving your 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 um, sanity a break because if you had to sit there and watch that game that they won uh oh (laughs) (laughs) controller going right through the tv right oh my goodness have you ever like punched the wall or like no 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 i punched my couch and stuff i punched my couch oh my goodness do you watch the games in your um uh living Living room room or like living room and I can imagine you scream like, what the heck? Oh, it's way worse than that. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the only I could see like the games that have really enraged me. And I think, you know, what game this is. Tell it's me the, like, what games have really like enraged you uh, as like a Jet fan. The, the, the 2015 game with Fitzpatrick, the 2016 game with oh. Patrick in Buffalo. Oh, no, you, no, that that was 2015. 2015. That game that really just got on my nerves. I was through the roof because I believe that they went in the playoffs that year, they would have went deep with that team just because of the veteran experience they had and the role that they were on. They could have. They could that have. Game, I'm not, not going to disagree. That game got me heated. And what was another game that got me heated? The, probably that Steeler game. Because that Steeler game, we were on the verge of winning that game. We were. But the defense couldn't get off the field. Oh, you mean the um, the Steelers AFC Championship game? AFC Championship. Well, how about don't go down 24 nothing? That would have been nice. Yeah. Typical yeah. Jets. Or you could stop them on fourth down. That would have been, yeah, that, that was a frustrating game too. But this game I'm sure will frustrate you in more ways than one. Oh, they'll probably come out and win. Like you said, Zach Wilson will be slinging touchdowns all over the field today. Let's see. Who's actually active? I know that the, the Jets and their and their receiving core, if you really want to call it a core, please, is is you know staggered right now. I mean Denzel Mims. I mean, w- w- what happened there? He was the guy. He was supposedly the guy that was going to save the franchise for the receiving core. Remember last year, all oh, Mims, Mims, and he disappeared. It's crazy. Like you can't like. When they put him down, the depth chart, dude, I feel like that's just completely that that's completely shot his progress right there. It did. It really did. I agree. I was gonna search up the um the um inactives for this game because I wanna see how things are lining up here. Um, oh boy, this is week 16, right? Yeah, we have we have 18 weeks now. Oh boy, let's see here. You're looking up the injuries, you're pulling up the whole schedule. 
No, pull up the whole. I want to pull up the um, inactives. Well, at least the Jets injury report, how things are looking there. Well, Crowder is doubtful because of the calf injury. That's not good. Um, you, um, <laughs> Elijah Riley, the, um, uh, the um, uh, rookie safety, he's mm -hmm. out. The neck injury, right? Mm -hmm. George Fance questionable, Quinn Williams questionable, but these players could all be, if you're questionable, like you could still play. Mosley's questionable. Sheldon Rankins is questionable. Uh, th these guys can all play that are questionable. Want to see here. Seems with the Jaguars. Um, McCray, the um, the the um, defensive end, is the only one on here that's being shown as being out. Um, I don't know who else is um for for, for the Jaguars. It seems like everybody that was injured last week had full had had full practice on um on 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 Friday. Hmm. Alrighty. So I ready to face Josh Allen too. No. Oh. There oh, we go. Coming at that's another guy too. Well, I'll say this: if the Jets do lose today against the Jaguars, they will be losing out. They should be. They should be losing out. Well, well you you bet you bet your ass, dude, because they're playing the, the Buccaneers. Bucks and they're playing the Bills. So that's pretty much. So if they lose today. They would be three and twelve, and you're looking at a three and fourteen season because the Bucks. I'm telling you, dude, like the the the, the Bucks are still trying to win games, and the Bills are really trying to win games here. Man, they have a huge game against New England today, huge. So, guess that's all for football, really. Yeah. So basketball time. <laughs> yeah, let's do the NBA. Let's do like the Christmas over the the Christmas games. Christmas games were excellent yesterday. Excellent. The Knicks beat beat the Hawks. The Hawks without Trey Young, Kevin Herter, or 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 or, or Gallinari. Great game for Randall. Um, Kemba with a uh, triple double, the first in Knicks history, or is it the first in Christmas history a triple double? I think it's the first in Christmas history. No, the first Christmas history. If, if if the Knicks have had their first triple double in their whole history yesterday, no, yeah, no, I mean on Christmas, the Knicks yeah, on, Christmas. on Christmas, yeah, yeah. So, if you're gonna rant, dude, I mean I don't get it. That <sighs> you wanted you you. You wanted one after that Wizards loss, but yesterday it kind of makes it difficult. But I will say this: Where is well, the, well, the defense? Knicks are fifteen and the Knicks are fifteen and, and, and eighteen. They started the year five and one. So, like, so they have been so since so so since they were five and one, they are ten and seventeen since. 
Kemba Walker, Wait. even you said that he's just brought new energy to this team. Do you think it was wise for Thibodeau to bench him now that we see how he played? Or you think it was good because it motivated him to do this? I think it motivated him. He played 40 minutes yesterday, Kemba. He didn't leave the floor. He didn't leave the floor, really. No. Really didn't. Um, and again, Randall with 25 points, 12 rebounds. Like, Randall will have those games. I think what people need to understand is that he's not a, he's not a type A star. So you're not going to get 25 and 12 every, every single game. No. He's not that kind of player. But he'll give you a game like that. Everybody else, um, there were one, two, three, four, five players in double figures. Randall and Kemba being two. Fournier, Quentin Grimes, and, and, and Obi Toppin are, are, are the other three. Um, I'll tell you this, dude, and you were willing to throw this guy under the bus last year, calling him a bust. Obi Toppin is a player. He is a damn player. I mean, he, he, you know what I'm saying? He's decent. He's decent. Like He's done what some do things this year. The man can do many different things. He can, he could, he can drive, he could drive to the basket, get a foul. He's, he's got a pretty good jumper. He's got, you know, good dunking skills too. He's not, He's not a three-point shooter, but he could drain a three every now and then. For his role, 13 points, you'll take it. You really will. Yeah. And, of course, and again, Fournier, 15. Like, these players that that Nick fans trash, like, they'll give you a high-scoring output in a game. They will. They're not awful players. And Quinn Grimes, too, the rookie stepping up. Gone in some threes yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Hawks were just – talk about <laughs> leaving some offense away, dude. Trey Young, and when you get rid of Trey Young and Kevin Herter, is that's that really kills them. That really kills them. <clears throat> My rant was going to be that you can't lose to a team like the Wizards because you're not going to beat anyone in this league. And I don't see the Knicks making the playoffs this year. I just don't, by the way they're playing. And where's that number one defense that they had last year? Where did that go? Where did it go? Huh. It's – I think it went the way of Mike Woodson. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's the theory. No, I think it, it's – I think that Leon Rose sacrificed some defense for more scoring in the offseason when he brought in Kemba and Fournier, which you can respect because you need to have high-level scoring to win in this league. It's just the way it is. Go look at the freaking – go look at Golden State and Golden State and, and, and Phoenix yesterday. Golden State and Phoenix, the two top teams in the Western Conference. Like, uh, Steph had 33 points, um, for the, for the, um, uh, for, for, for the Suns, 
Chris Paul had 21 points. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayn had at 18 points. Mikhail Bridges 17. You got guys that could score. It's that simple. And guys that could shoot threes. It's just it, that's just the way basketball is played now. My goodness gracious. But you know. We see how things roll with the Knicks because, yeah, they're 15, 18. They're currently 12th. They're 12th in the um, Eastern Conference. They are, well, you got to get to 10, right, to be in, to be in, in, in the play-in. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. They're only a, a game behind the Raptors. So they're going to have to, like, you know, jump some teams here 100 percent. have to have to jump some teams go on a big stretch a big winning stretch they need it they need a streak well this is a really good time to do it because they've got some pretty easy opponents coming up here soon (laughs) they have after this after this game they have they're going to minnesota take on the timberwolves they go on. They go on this road trip here until until um, the early part of January. Face the T Wolves, Pistons, Thunder, and Raptors. They could win. They they could win. They could do three out of four. Then it gets a tad tougher with like the Pacers coming to the Garden. Then they play. Then they have a home at home against the Celtics January 6th and January 8th. Um, and then it's just like sporadically, like you'll get easy teams and hard teams and stuff like that. But this is a really easy stretch now. A really easy stretch. Um, yeah, dude, go out. Beat, 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 beat the Pistons, beat the Thunder. T-Wolves will be a little tougher, but they could beat the T-Wolves too. They so, could. oh boy. So, Gotta the, get Bucks into the, storm now. Back, the Bucks storm back to beat the Celtics. That pissed me off so bad. That's the one team I fear, dude. That and the Bulls. Milwaukee. Well, we know what I happened said, last year with Milwaukee. Exactly, dude. Milwaukee, Chicago, and and and, and uh, Miami. And the Warriors beat the Suns. Jazz beat the Mavericks. And the Nets beat the Lakers without KD, without Lamarcus Aldridge. Now the Lakers didn't have in, didn't have Anthony Davis, but they had LeBron, Melo, and Westbrook. Did oh my goodness and. Patty Mills and James Harden put on a show. Patty Mills is turning into probably one of the biggest signings in the entire offseason. And it's not even close. No. It's not even close. This guy had eight threes yesterday. Now, he's not the best ball handler. But if he pops up a three, man, it's going in. Like, that's the scoring that you need. That's why, number one, they need to get Joe Harris back here 
because sometimes they go through these lulls where they're not putting up any offense. They need to get more, more, more point guard depth, and that's what Joe Harris is. Hope so he'll be coming back. I think KD should be coming back against the, against the Clippers tomorrow, hopefully. Um, Aldridge will take some time, and Kyrie, it's time. He's oh. back. Kyrie Irving. He's back. Don't worry. He'll find, he'll find another excuse to stay out another couple months until the playoffs. Don't worry. It's called ramp up. <laughs> Gotta ramp up some skills here. Time to come back. Listen, I was happy when Brooklyn sent him home at the time because I thought that this team was going to, you know, be dominant again. They're 22 and 9. But damn, dude, they could be like, they could have freaking 25 wins right now. They, should, they could be better if Kai was here. I just saw that the lack, see, the Nets did the reverse than what the Knicks did. The Nets sacrificed shooting for defense. They let Landry Shamit go. They traded him. They brought in Javon Carter, who can't score, but plays defense. James Johnson plays defense. DeAndre Bembry plays defense, but they're not really scorers. No. That's why losing Kyrie for that time sucked because they didn't have that other star option there. Now, Patty Mills has picked up some of the slack. Losing Joe Harris sucked. And by the way, people that were talking shit about Joe Harris, man, now they're keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. But damn, man, like if we can just get Kyrie back in here, fit him into the system on the road games, which is fine. It's fine. For now, it's fine. Worry about the now. You have to win games. The key to winning in the NBA is piling up wins and, and is pile up wins. you got to get the one seed here. You, you got to do what you can. You have to right now, you just got to secure it. Yep, stack up as many wins as possible. That's really the key. No, no other way about it. Nope. And, damn, man, the Lakers, they're 16 and 18. They it are, had to feel good to win yesterday because of all the Laker fans that you just can't stand on Twitter. Unbelievable. And now they're and now you'll love this. I hear the big theme on social media. We should have signed Patty Mills and not traded for Westbrook. It's like, well, it wasn't that long ago that you were saying that when they were doing the friggin' Christmas Day promo graphic on Twitter and, and, and it said Nets and Lakers. They added Patty Mills to the graphic on the Nets side, but they didn't add Westbrook on the Lakers side. The Lakers only had LeBron, AD, and, and Mello. The Nets side had 
KD, James Harden, Kyrie, and Patty Mills. And all the Laker fans were like, they really added Patty Mills. That's so weak. That's so pathetic. And how do you forget what and how do you forget Westbrook? This is back in August. And like now you you fast forward to today. It makes sense. Hey man, you're 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 still talking about Westbrook, right? Being better than Patty Mills. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> now I get I get that Westbrook is a is a Hall of Famer. But damn, dude, he shot four for 20 yesterday. <laughs> West Brick. West Brick. West, West Brick. He had 13 points. Uh, he, he had a triple-double, actually, to Westbrook. 12, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 13 points. LeBron had 39 points. So LeBron, once again, been the theme his whole career, and dude, has ca- carried the team. My goodness. They had freaking Darren Collison play 12 minutes yesterday. Mello had 17 points, 11 rebounds, and, and 39 minutes of play. Malik Monk, 20 points. So the Lakers were scoring. It's just that, you know, the Nets just had, like, more steam behind them. Oh boy, but that's it for me, dude. In terms of basketball, yeah, baseball's we'll on lockout, things... but they did. We have to make that announcement, which everyone knows already that the Mets getting Buck Showalter, which was a top tier move for this team right now in a win now mode. Oh, absolutely. Um, I always liked Buck. Well, what's your thing on Buck? I think Buck was just the perfect fit for the organization right now. He's a great baseball mind, as everyone prays him to be. He knows what he's doing. We've seen what he's done. So, and, and the Mets are putting all the pieces around him that he needs. Now, as far as when the lockout ends, they do need one more st- star starting pitcher. They do, because that rotation is just horrible, besides Scherzer and DeGrom. They really need one more starting pitcher. And some bullpen help. And Chris Bryant. Go get Chris Bryant. One more starting pitcher. And it's going to get a couple bullpen pieces. Yeah. You're right, dude. The bullpen has kind of been, like, left alone. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. you got to get a couple of those. I'd say two or three three bullpen pitchers. Two or three bullpen, one starting pitcher, and Chris Bryant. You do that. And let's not forget, on the, the chopping block I was reading, too, Dominic Smith and Jeff McNeil. They're on the chopping block for a trade. So we may get the star starting pitcher through that trade. Who knows? Or maybe some more p- bullpen pitching through that trade as well. Who knows what they're going to pull with that? Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. You know, NHL is lockout on. ends. Yeah. And the NH- NHL is paused with games because of COVID and everything. But that's pretty much it, man. Mm hmm. They like, you know, they pulled out of the um, uh, of the um, uh, Beijing Winter Olympics, which you kind of knew was going to happen. Yeah. Um, you almost forget that there are Olympic Games coming in Beijing. Hopefully those actually go on as scheduled. Yeah. 
So, uh, but we should end this here. Do you, you want to do socials? Yeah, man. You go first as always. All righty. My Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the real max T H E R E E L M A X again, T H E R E L M A X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, sports and hip hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe. We're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Apple music, Spotify, Stitcher. If there's any podcasting platforms that you are listening to, we are on it. You could check out the websites as well. Maxcogman.com, M A X C O U G H L A N.com. And yeah, man, that's pretty much it. We'll be back next week, Sunday, to talk sports or possibly Saturday, whatever works best for Tony's schedule. And we'll be back recapping the week in sports and giving you the predictions for the following weeks. And I hope everyone has a great new year, too, because New Year's is yep. next. Yep, have a great happy new year. Hopefully this this upcoming year is better than what than 2021 was. Yes. So. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. So long. So long.